You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Reds were beaten by the Rockies on Tuesday night at Goodyear Ballpark. Final score, 11-7. It was a rough night for Reds pitching. Highlights in a bit, but first some final thoughts on the game from the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks. Yeah, tough one tonight, Cowboy. Uh, let's start with Wade Miley because, you know, he gives up four runs across three innings, but at times it looked like he threw the ball pretty well. Uh, he just gave up some some big hits. I think for me watching Miley tonight, to be honest with you, I'm just glad that he's healthy and he was able to pitch. Uh, I think it was more about just getting to the pitch count. I, I don't look at the the numbers as much. He made a bad pitch on Connor Joe with two outs, and ball was hit to dead straightaway center field. Now, you're you're looking at a guy in Miley that really relies on location. I, I thought he mixed his pitch as well. He made a bad pitch there. They hit it out of the ballpark. I, I think that you're just you're at this point, as I said earlier, you're just happy that that he's healthy and he's able to go out and and finish three innings. The story of the night coming into this game was Eugenio Suarez playing shortstop. Now, he had a chance on a ball. It was a tough play deep in the hole, and a ball that wasn't hit all that hard, so he had to go to his backhand and charge it. Wasn't able to make that play, and then offensively, it was a tough night with uh, a hat trick's worth of strikeouts. So what do you make of Suarez tonight? Do you write this off just because of excitement and see what he does tomorrow, or uh, were you a little alarmed? No, I, I think it had everything to do with being a little overamped and excited about being back out there. Uh, I think that the the only way to evaluate that, if there's any evaluation process at all, is just allowing Suarez to play. I, I think he can handle the position. I know he can handle the position. Uh, I think that you got Moustakas at third base. You got the kid India at second. Uh, I was impressed with India turning the double play tonight. I'd, I've not seen him do that, and he had to do it with a runner bearing down on him, and it was kind of a no-look turn. Uh, impressive to me. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that positional change. I'm, I'm more concerned about the Reds hitting than I am anything else. Uh, tough outcome as the Reds fall short, 11-7 against the Rockies tonight. Yet back to you. Wade Miley started for Cincinnati, and he retired the first five batters he faced, but things changed with two outs in the second. He gave up a couple of base hits and then had to face a former Reds farmhand, Connor Joe. Miley's 1-0 pitch, and Joe swings, sends one high in the air, deep center field, Senzel's back, looks up, and it is high off the batter's eye in dead center field for a three-run home run. Well, Miley left that pitch up a bit. Looked like a cutter that stayed up around the belt. Didn't cut a whole lot. And Connor Joe, he may play a lot of positions, but his greatest asset is he can swing the bat. Colorado increased its lead in the top of the third. Miley gave up a leadoff double. One out later gave up a single, and that brought Greg Bird to the plate. First and third for the Rockies. Fly ball high into the air. Pretty deep center field, enough to tag the runner Hampson from third. He will score. Runner Diaz stays at first, and it's now a 4 nothing lead for the Rockies. Sacrifice fly and an RBI for Greg Bird, two down. 
Miley was done after three innings, four runs, five hits with two walks and two strikeouts. The Reds did nothing offensively for the first two innings of the game off Chichi Gonzalez, but Tyler Stevenson began the third by reaching on a throwing error. One out later, Aristides Aquino singled. He was erased at second on a force play, so then it was first and third with two outs and Nick Castellanos at the plate. Castellanos coming into the ball game, hit four out of his last five, and he's got another hit here. That will drive home a run. On to third is Strange Gordon, and the Reds are on the board. It is now a 4-1 Rockies lead. He is really heating up now. Good swing. Barreled line drive right by the shortstop. Another good piece of hitting for Nick Cassianos. Brandon Finnegan has been really good this spring, but things kind of fell apart on Tuesday night. The first batter he faced went yard. The 3-1. This ball is hit high in the air, deep left center field. Aquino on the run, turns, looks, it's gone. Out of here to left center field, a solo home run for Jonathan Daza, his first home run of the spring, and the Rockies lead now 5-1. He then gave up a base hit. A. Eugenio Suarez playing shortstop committed an air to allow Alan Trejo to reach base. Garrett Hampson then brought another run home. Garrett Hampson bats now with runners at first and second. Still nobody out. Finnegan's pitch, and Hampson hits one into center field, sinking quickly. That falls for a hit in front of Sinzel. The throw's coming home, and it's not in time. Hampson a big turn at first, but he holds on as Stevenson comes out from behind the plate to take the throw, which is an alert play by the Reds catcher to keep that runner at first base. Hampson, a run does score. Joe home from second base, and Trejo goes first to third. That's four straight that have reached against Brandon Finnegan in this fourth inning. The Rockies have scored two more. The lead is now 6-1, to one, Colorado. Ryan McMahon and Elias Diaz both hit RBI base hits. Next up was Greg Bird, and this time A. Eugenio Suarez made a good play. Resting the ball, small of his back as he leans in for the sign. Now he sets, and the payoff. Swing and a chopper up the middle. Fielded by Suarez. He comes home, throw to the plate, and plenty of time. Good play, Suarez, to gun down Ryan McMahon to the plate. Stevenson had the dish sealed off. And McMahon never even made it to home plate. That'll go 6-2 on the putout at home plate. The Rockies scored four times in the inning, and Finnegan's line was not a good one. Two-thirds of an inning, five hits, four runs, three of them earned, no walks, and a strikeout. In the bottom of the fourth, the Reds loaded the bases with one out, but Kyle Farmer struck out for the second out. Aristides Aquino was next up, and he got a run home. Right-handers ready. And here comes the payoff pitch. Breaking ball down and away. Aquino started, but checked in time. He did not go. That forces home a run on ball four. And the bases remain loaded for the top of the order. D. Strange Gordon then struck out to end the inning. Sean Doolittle came on to pitch to fifth for Cincinnati. He gave up a double and a walk, and then Nick Senzel temporarily saved a run. Line to right center field on the run. Senzel, and he makes <laughs> the catch and goes into a slide, popping right back up to get the ball back in quickly. Back to first base, Joe. On to third is Daza. A spectacular play in the right center field alley by Nixon Zell. That's what you expect from a major league center fielder. A sure double into the right center field gap. Senzel got number one, a great jump on the ball. But what was really cool was to watch him close on the ball as his foot speed picked up as the ball began to start to tail down towards the ground. A sliding, highly athletic catch 
That's what I'm talking about. After that, Doolittle walked another batter to load the bases, and Ryan McMahon and Elias Diaz made him pay. He just he holds his hands high. He doesn't like the ball close to him. The 1-1 is golf to right and deep. Going back, Castellanos, he'll play it high off the wall. One runs home. Here comes the second run, Joe. Right behind him, Hampson, he'll slam on the brakes at third. And into second base, McMahon. And it's a two-run double for Ryan McMahon high off the right field wall. And you talk about a guy that hits the ball hard, he hit that one hard. The Reds finally added a run in the bottom of the seventh when Tyler Naquin went deep. Chris Rabago. Fly ball into left field, sending the left fielder back. He looks up, and he's going to run out of room. And Tyler Naquin has an opposite field home run into the Rockies' bullpen, and he has made it now an 8-3 bowl game. 11-3 bowl game, excuse me. In the bottom of the eighth, a guy who was putting up pretty good numbers for Cincinnati went deep for the second time this spring. Here's the 1-0-2 Delmonico. And he swings and barrels one deep left center field. And that is off the base of the wall. One run will score. That's Freeman right behind him. Heineman around to score from first. It's a two-run double for Nicky Delmonico. And it's now... 11-6, Rockies. The Reds put two more runners on base in the inning, and Nicky Delmonico delivered. The expectations among those baseball inside this ball is crushed to right field by Peyton. It's hit deep. Way back there, it is gone. A home run for Mark Peyton. Solo shot. Peyton just unloaded on that thing. Breaking ball that just kind of rolled over the heart of the plate. He destroyed it. And for Peyton, that is his second home run of the spring, his sixth run batted in. In the ninth, it was Alex Blandino's turn. 3-1 pitch. Blandino socks one to left field, hit a ton. That is way back and way gone. And that was over the scoreboard in deep left field. That was a monster shot. Oh, boy. The second home run of the night, or third home run of the night for the Reds. And for Alex Blandino, that is his first home run of the spring. That would be the last run the Reds would score, and they fall to the Rockies. Final score, 11-7. Here are the totals for Colorado. 11 runs, 15 hits, 1 air, 10 left on base. Cincinnati, 7 runs, 11 hits, 1 air. They stranded 8. As mentioned, starter Wade Miley did not have the best of nights on the mound. He talked about his outing after the game. Wade, how, how'd you feel out there? Uh, felt good early. Um, out of the windup, felt really good. Felt sharp, crisp out of the windup. Um, obviously, when I moved to the stretch, I uh, was quick. Just had a hard time getting a rhythm and uh, getting balls to go offside. And obviously, cost me a little bit. Um, close, though. Felt like really close to kind of getting where I want to get. Like I said, out of the windup, I was able to get balls in on guys' hands and uh, – Move the ball around, change speeds a little bit, just out of the stretch. Just got to keep working a little bit there, but uh, it felt really good. Are you feel pretty confident that you're still on, on schedule for the regular season? Yeah, I think so. Um, just like I said, just got to clean a few things up. Um, the results were there out of the windup, and just when I, when, I, when I went over to the stretch, just um, 
got in my head a little bit and just 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 didn't locate really. If I execute pitches or get guys get soft contact and leave balls over the heart of the plate, I mean, you get hit. Just it's baseball. But the hamstring was fine. Yeah, hamstring was good. Yep. It's been kind of the main thing you've been working on uh, with DJ, kind of in your bullpen sessions. Is I saw you guys talking a lot last time. Yeah, just trying to stay back, stay for whatever reason. Really, my whole career, like when I go to the stretch, I just I get in such a hurry and I get so top heavy and, and get down the slope, and it, it it puts a lot more stress on my lower half, and um, it just uh, everything just slows down with my arm, and and I'm just not connected, I guess, so to speak. But um, just got to keep working on that, and just I mean, it's my second outing. Uh, first one got cut short, but um, overall, I'm pretty happy the way I feel. Arm feels great. Stuff feels like it's kind of on my hand the right way. I just got to. Uh, clean a few things up and um, should be good to go. You got a good amount of swings and misses. Was that your changeup that was one of them that got a lot of them? Um, I don't think I got maybe one on the changeup. Um, a couple cutters, I got some swing and misses and some heaters up. Uh, I got some some swing and misses, um, which is very encouraging, um, especially at this time. The, the one pitch that is still a little frustrating, the cutter, when I'm trying to go glove side out of the stretch, it's just it's not getting in there and, and – it's a relatively at 83 miles an hour. It's a pretty easy pitch to hit when it's spinning over the middle. They obviously see it. And then they have time to, um, there's no surprise factor. It doesn't look like a fastball out of my hand. And that, that's the pitch that's kind of giving me the most, that's the pitch that was hit hard. I think four or five times tonight, just the, the one that just didn't quite get to the uh, inner half. Tomorrow, the Reds are back at Goodyear Ballpark as they take on the Cleveland Indians. It's St. Patrick's Day, so Cincinnati will be wearing their green uniforms. We'll be on the air with the pregame show beginning at 8.50 Cincinnati time. First pitch is set for 9.05. Again, the final score on Tuesday night, it was the Rockies 11 and the Reds 6. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.